0: that's where he restores and revives my life he opens before me pathways to god's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that i can bring honor to his name lord even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness fear will never conquer me for you already have you remain close to me and lead me through it all the way your authority is my strength and my peace The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence and be forever with you. The Lord is my best friend, my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me and his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss that's where he restores and revives my life he opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness fear will never conquer me for you already have you remain close to me and lead me through it all the way your authority is my strength and my peace The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence and be forever with you. The Lord is my best friend, my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me, in his luxurious love, his tracks, take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love
1: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Victory Christian Fellowship. We're so excited that you're here participating in what God has for you. He has great plans. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, but to give you an expected end. Hallelujah. Father, we 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 come expecting tonight great and wonderful things. And Lord, we know that you are good. You're the author and the finisher of our faith. And, Lord, in you, we, we, we move and live and have our being. And we give you all the praise and all the glory tonight, Father, for your goodness. As you fill this room and walk in our midst and do great and mighty things. In us, through us, and to us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's worship the Lord together.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. One who makes a way when there is no way. Oh, we worship you in this place, Jesus. We worship you in this place. Oh, you are Almighty. Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, we bless your holy name. Hallelujah. Praise your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah,
1: Lord Jesus.
2: Hallelujah,
1: Lord Jesus.
2: Glory Thank you,
1: Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name. Oh, we give you thanks and praise, Father, that you're moving in our
2: midst in the name of
1: Jesus. Oh, we give you thanks and praise, Father, that there is a house of worship located right here in Palmyra. Lord, I thank you for having an open heaven over this place and filling your people and touching them and anointing them with fresh oil. Father, let your fresh oil from heaven begin to flow down on us right now in the name of Jesus.
2: Fresh fire. Father, ignite in our bones a fire. Let it blaze. Let it burn. Oh, we give you thanks and praise and glory.
1: We thank you, Lord, that your will will be done right here as it is in her, as it is in heaven, Father. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. Oh, we bless you, Lord. Praise your holy name. Our hearts and our eyes are on you, Lord. We listen to your voice. As you speak to us. I desire my glory to fill the earth as the waters cover the sea. I've put my glory in you, for it is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Take my glory and be a glory dispensary. Share my glory with those who are bound. Share my glory with those who are sick. Share my glory with those who don't know me. For my glory is in my story. Hallelujah. Thank
2: you,
1: Jesus. Thank you Lord Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Well, you may have your seats. Hallelujah. God is up to something good, isn't he? You know, I like the fact that there are not any limits with God. And as you're here tonight, if, of course, if you'd like to give, you can. You don't have to, but if you want to, it's a good investment. Amen? This is good ground that God will bless you. You can give any time during the service. If you're watching this, you can give online. And uh, God will multiply it back to you. Amen? <laughs> you know, um, today, or no, it was last night actually, I was uh, just doing some things on the computer and uh, I'm going to be ministering to some pastors in India on August 19th. I'm not going to India but a pastor who I don't even know invited me to do a Zoom meeting with about 40 pastors. So we're going to do that on Thursday at 10 p.m. Because they're nine and a half hours ahead. So it'll be like 7.30 their time on Friday morning. And uh, so I want you to pray for me that I have uh, utterance and unction of the Holy Spirit. And I can uh, give them uh, what they need uh, Pastor uh, Kale Raju is his name, so praise God. Uh, The technology is available, amen? Amen. So uh, Victory is going to preach the gospel to some pastors in Hyderabad, India, and and God is going to spread his good news there, Amen? amen? And I just want to let you know that on September 5th, we're having a special guest, Andrew Taylor. Uh, if you've never heard him, he's an excellent teacher. He was a school teacher here in uh, America, and he has a Bible school in Fiji, a Bible school in India, and and a Bible school in Indonesia, and uh, he lives in uh, a different part of the world every quarter, <laughs> so uh, he's normally here in the summer, but because of travel plans, so we're going to have him September 5th, and I would encourage you, that'd be a good day to uh, come and um, bring a friend, Amen. How many are excited about Jesus and excited about his work? Are you excited to be here tonight? Amen. Well, God laid something very interesting on my heart tonight. Oh, uh, we have the kids. Hallelujah. We want to dismiss the kids to have their class. So kids, have a great class. Enjoy the presence of the Lord as you get taught the word and have fun. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, what the Lord laid on my heart was, are you seduced or loosed? Are you bound or free? Are you empty or full? How many want to be on the loosed side? Amen. Amen. Well, let's get into this, and however the Holy Spirit wants to move, he is free to do that. I want you to turn in your Bibles to 1 Timothy chapter 4. 1 Timothy chapter 4, and uh, we're going to look at verse 1. 1 Timothy 4.1, it says, Now the Spirit speaks expressly... He's speaking as a matter of fact, definitely, that in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils or teachings of speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, Forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats which God has created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. How many know I think we're in these last days? And there is is a lot of seducing going on. In other words, there's a lot of deception occurring on a grand scale. Right? And, um... Some people are listening to the wrong things. They're listening to the wrong voices. How many of you know God's got a voice? Right? He said, My sheep know my voice. But the devil's got a voice too. And the devil cannot make anybody do anything, but he can offer thoughts, ideas, and suggestions, which are not based in truth. And the whole point of what the devil does is to get you away from God so that he can enslave you, so that he can bind you, so that he can confine you. Right? You shall know the truth and what? The truth will make you free. Well, what happens if you, you shall know the lie? The lie will keep you bound. Right? How many has ever been bound by a lie? Oh yeah. When we didn't know the truth, we were bound by a lie. But thank God, we came into the knowledge of the truth. Amen? Amen. So, the Message Bible says, some people chase after demonic illusions, put forth by professional liars. That's the message. These liars have lied so well for so long that they lost their capacity for truth. See, not only does the devil lie, but the, whom the devil influences. Yeah.
2: They
1: will lie. Yeah. Right? You know, some people are being influenced. So that's why the title, Are You Seduced or Loosed? Are you either influenced by the devil or you're influenced by God? Right? Right? And guess what? There's no middle ground. Jesus declared this. He said, you're either for me or you're against me. Didn't he say that? The Passion Translation says, At the end of this age, many will depart from the true faith, devoting themselves to spirits of deception and following demon-inspired revelations and theories. And uh, the God's Word translation says believers will desert the Christian faith. They'll follow spirits that deceive and will believe the teachings of demons. So what the devil wants you to do is he wants you to deny what is true. Oh, go ahead and eat that fruit. You're not going to die. Was that true or was that a lie? That was a lie. And Adam and Eve, they bought the lie, right? I remember we used to have a shirt with a picture of Satan at the lake of fire. It said, don't buy the lie lest you fry. (laughs) We had that in college. It was pretty cool. I wish I still had one, but mine got all messed up and I had to throw it away. (laughs) Or, he wants to add to you what is false. He wants to present to you a negative alternative. Okay? That's what the devil wants to do. He wants you to not be closely connected to the truth. Alright? He, uh... He wants you to go astray. He wants you to depart from God. Am I, am I telling the truth? You know, and but we have a choice. We don't have to yield to his voice. We can actually tell him no. And he can't do anything about it. If you're a believer in Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ is your Lord. Then you have authority over all the demonic powers and the devil himself. And. Uh, see. Everything that God does the devil is opposed to. And so. So. If he can't steal the truth when when it's sown, because that's what he tries to do. The Bible says when the word is sown, Satan comes immediately to try to steal it, right? If he can't steal that word sown, he's going to try to get you to not go with it or to not buy into it or to not believe it. And how many know the devil's a spirit? He doesn't sleep. Right? He tempted Jesus unsuccessfully and but he only left him for a time. He did come back. Didn't he? You know, he couldn't tempt him, but he 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 wanted to kill him. And and the devil made several attempts to kill Jesus unsuccessfully. You couldn't kill Jesus, he had to lay down his life. The devil couldn't just take his life. He tried. He tried to get people to who do you think inspired the people to crucify him? That was, that was a demonic spirit. It was influencing the people. Okay? So a, a deceiving spirit is one that tries to get you to wander. It tries to get you to veer off course. It tries to get you to leave the path of safety. How many times does the Bible talk about, watch where you walk, the path that we walk, right? We're not, wide is the road to destruction, but narrow is the way that leads to righteousness or life. God is concerned about the path that you're on. The devil wants to get you off course, off the path. Right? He wants to lead you astray. That's what it means that people give heed to these seducing spirits. That's their goal. Their goal is to get you away. Their goal is to get you into error. Their goal is to make you a vagabond. Mm -hmm. I'm a wanderer. Right? He wants you to wander. God's got God wants to get you to a destination. The enemy wants you to wander. So he does this by misleading, by deceiving. But he's an imposter. He tries to make himself out something that he's not. So let me ask you this question. What is influencing you and what is motivating you? What is influencing you? You know, we we have to take... What does it mean to... uh, um, to do like it, we, gotta, we have to take inventory yeah. of what we're listening to, mm-hmm. of what's being inputted into us. Right? Mm-hmm. And we got to make sure that we have to filter everything through the Word of God. Yeah. And anything that doesn't line up with the Word needs to be deleted, tossed out, thrown away. Yes. Right? You know, in, in the book of Joshua, there was a group of, of people called the Gibeonites. This is in Joshua 9. And when they heard how Israel destroyed Jericho and they destroyed Ai, they were like, we, we don't want them to destroy us. So you know what they did? They got old bread, old clothes, and old wines. They made themselves look like they were from a far, 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 far away when they were neighbors. In other words, they deceived Joshua. They went to great lengths to make themselves look like what they weren't. Right? And even though Israel and Joshua asked them the right questions, they still entered into a covenant with them. And three days later, after they entered into a covenant, they found out that they were neighbors when God said he was going to destroy all those people. And... Instead, they became their wood choppers and their water carriers, right? They became their slaves, but they still deceived Joshua, right? Who motivated Ananias and Sapphira to lie about their offering? Peter said, how has Satan led you to lie to the Holy Spirit? Ananias and Sapphira were under the influence of a demonic power that made them make a bad choice. Weren't they? You can't lie to the Holy Spirit. He'll find you out. Why? He's the Spirit of truth. There's no one more specialized or expertise in truth than the Holy Spirit. He is the Spirit of truth. You can't put anything past him. Who deceived, who motivated Aaron to make an idle calf? Moses was gone for 40 days. Everybody say 40 days. That's less than a month and a half. And in 40 days, Aaron, who was, he was Moses' brother. He let the people make he, he let the people pressure him into making him a cat. Well, who was who was motivating that? That was the devil. He's behind every evil. The devil is behind every evil. Principality, power, rulers of the doctrines of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. Who motivated Delilah? Who was motivating her? To get Samson's secret, both Delilah and his previous wife. Two women just messed Samson up big time. But yet, what was he doing? He was playing around with it.
2: Yeah.
1: How do you know, if you play with fire, you might get burned. She was deceiving Samson because she wanted the money She was greedy and covetous, 1,100 pieces of silver. What was motivating her? It was the devil. Now, mind you, the devil can't be everywhere. He's not omnipresent. So if the devil is in California, he's not in Pennsylvania. That doesn't mean that there aren't aren't demons here. Amen? So when I say to the devil, I'm, I'm simply referring to the demonic powers. I'm not talking about actually the devil himself. Who motivated Judas to betray Jesus? The Bible says that the devil entered him. A disciple of Jesus. Who can the devil work with? Those who yield to him. Those who buy the lie. Those who are not rooted and grounded in the truth. Amen? What did they have to do against Jesus to crucify him? They actually had to get what? False witnesses. Same thing with Stephen. They, had to, he, they couldn't argue with him, so they had to get false witnesses. That's the devil's default. False. So, who are you listening to? Who has the attention of your ears? Are you listening to the world? Are you listening to your flesh? Or are you listening to the Spirit of God? Come on, somebody. Amen? Amen. I don't want you to be deceived. We have got the tools right now to avoid the deception of this age. God has given us the truth. How many have a Bible in your hand? I got two. I got one on my iPad and one right here on the pulpit. Guess what? That is the book of truth. Yes. If you want to not be deceived, stay with the book. Stay close to the book. Let that book get in you. You get in the book until it gets in you. Amen? Yes. You have, we have got to arm ourselves against deception. Why? Because it's going to increase. As we get closer to the time of, of Jesus' return, deception is going to increase. Why? The devil's nervous about his vacation. You know, God's given him a permanent vacation by the lake. Not a lake of water, a lake of fire. He's going to have a suntan every day. He's going to get scorched and burned every day. And he can't get out of it. Who are you learning from? What are you being taught Listen to this. What have has what you heard or learned made you bound or free? If it's bound you then it's probably not from God. Has what you learned made you better or worse? Has what you learned helped you or confused you? Amen. So, what makes something false? I just began to write these things down as the Spirit of God was leading me. What makes it false? Number one, it goes against the truth. Have we been given the truth? Jesus is the way, the truth, the life. Jesus is true. The Holy Spirit is true. God is true. God is not a man that he can lie. He can't even lie. Praise the Lord. So what makes something false? Number one, it goes against the truth. Number two, it disagrees with the Spirit of God. You know, if the Spirit speaks to you, because he does have a voice, he does live in you, and he does know you. So probability is, he's, he's likely to speak to you. He's, you're going to hear something. When you're about to do something wrong, the Holy Spirit may say, don't do it. Don't do it, right? How many's ever heard, don't do it? And you did it anyway. Yeah, I, I did it too. We all did that one time. Amen? Guess what? How many know that your flesh has a voice? Sometimes when you want to do something, your flesh doesn't want to do it. And there's a little disagreement, isn't there? Right? I don't want to do that. But guess what? You have to make your flesh do it, and guess what? It'll have to do what you tell it to do. Amen? Okay? What makes something false? It goes against the Word of God. That's why we got to know the Bible. That's why God wrote it, his, his thing in a book. Why do you think he gave us a book? So that we can just have, look? look at this big book I have right? No, it's a practical book. He actually wants you to do what it says. He wants you to know what it says. Why? Because we have an enemy. We have an opposer, one who's opposed to the truth. So in order to, our only defense against falsehood is the truth. You can only dispel a lie with the truth. You can only defeat a lie with the truth. You can only push back darkness with the light. Amen? Amen? It's rooted, motivated, and grounded in the world or the world system. Follow the science. (laughs) Science is rooted in the world. Is science bad? Not all the time, but it could be bad. Why? Because science science has a theory. They have a hypothesis. Amen? I mean, if I follow the science, that means I came from a monkey. Wrong! That was scientific, but it's not good science. Science can be wrong. So you can't just blindly follow the science. Why? Science changes because they discover things that disproves their theory or their hypothesis. Right? When something is false, it's not genuine, it's counterfeit. It's erroneous. It's inconsistent. It's bogus. It's inaccurate. It's distorted. Artificial intelligence. Think about that. Artificial intelligence, AI. It's an oxymoron. How many ever heard of a false alarm? How about a false prophet? How about a false witness? How about a false identity? How about false evidence? The Bible is against what is false. Anybody who buys into the false is being seduced. If you're being influenced by the flesh, you're being seduced. Did you know that your flesh is not born again? What? No, your flesh is not born again. The spirit inside your flesh is born again. What do you have to do with your flesh? You got to crucify it. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that enjoyable? Doesn't your flesh just say, come on and crucify it. No, your flesh screams. Your
2: flesh says, no, I don't want to be crucified.
1: Don't crucify me. Please don't crucify me. I'll be good until it's not. Have you ever found that when you think you had enough of of something uh, that your flesh wants, that soon after it still wants more? Paul said, I keep my body under. Who's the I that's keeping him under? It's the real him. I keep my body under and bring it into subjection. Before we knew Jesus, our bodies ruled our lives. But now that we know Jesus, our spirit needs to rule our lives. That means we live by a different set of rules. Right? Kingdom rules require kingdom living. Why do you think Jesus said, The kingdom of God has come unto you? Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Why? It requires a different set of rules. In the kingdom, self is not first. You didn't hear me. In the kingdom, self is not first. In the kingdom, we become selfless. Amen? In the kingdom, God is first. And self comes whenever. Amen? So, what is our defense? against the truth. I'm so glad you asked. Turn to 2nd John. 2nd John, little John. He's little because he has a number in front of him. 2nd John has 1 chapter. All right? 13 verses. This is our defense against what is false. This is our seduction protection plan. How many know God gave his children a way to avoid being seduced? And instead of being seduced, we can be loosed. We can be free. We can be full. Amen? Amen. How free are we indeed? You are free indeed. Glory to God. Say, I'm free indeed. Say, I'm super free. free. Say, I'm abundantly free. Glory to God. God made you free. What what are you free to do? You're free to serve him. You're free to impact your world. All right. 2 John chapter 1. There's only one chapter. I'm just going to summarize these. Number one, they have known the truth. The best way to not be seduced is to know the truth. Become intimately acquainted with the truth. Who is the truth? God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and the Word of God. Right? That is the truth. We must know the truth. I need to know the truth. All right? Number two, verse two. For the truth's sake which dwells in us. Oh, my goodness. God inoculated us with truth. We were born in the kingdom with truth in us. Hallelujah. Say, the truth is in me. me. You don't have to go far to find the truth. It's in you. The Holy Spirit lives in you. Are you not the temple of the Holy Spirit? The temple of truth. Say, I'm a temple of truth. (laughs) And then what does Ephesians say? Speak the what in love? The truth. How can you speak the truth? You've got to be full of the truth. You can't speak the truth if the truth isn't in you. If the truth isn't in you, what's going to come out? A lie. Because you don't know if it's true. All right. Hallelujah. Notice. Verse 3, the last part, the Son of the Father in truth and love. Boy, I tell you what, you've got to combine a truth with the fruit of the Spirit. All right? Verse 4, I rejoice greatly that I found your children walking in truth. Not only is the truth in you, but you've got to what? Walk in truth. You've got to live truthfully. That means nothing hidden. Oh, come on. Our lives have got to be an open book. What you see is what you get. Why? The enemy does things in darkness. The light does things in open. When you have the truth, having the truth makes you fearless. It makes you bold. Why? The enemy can't, he can't pin anything against you because you have nothing to hide. Amen? That is freeing. Just simply by walking in the truth, you disarm the enemy. You you know, you you become like a a, a wall to a rubber ball. The enemy keeps throwing that rubber ball at you, but it keeps bouncing off. Why? Because you're in the truth. And then verse 5, he talks about loving one another. Because that's what the truth does. Why did Jesus come to the world? For God, so what? Love the world. Guess what? We got to love one another. Because that is the proof of whether or not the truth is in you. And, and let me just say this just because you love one another doesn't mean you correct something that's wrong. You do correct what's wrong. Love corrects what's wrong, doesn't it? Is, is God love? How many ever been corrected by God? <laughs> All right. Verse 6, and this is love that we walk after his commandments. That's, that's part of uh, walking in the truth is walking after his commandments, right? As you have heard from the beginning, you should walk in it. Verse 7, for many deceivers have entered the world. Who confess not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. How many, are in, how many in the world? Many. There are many antichrists. There's going to be one coming. He just hasn't shown himself yet because something's blocking his appearance. That's called the church. Since there are many antichrists in the world, you better arm yourself with truth. What does every piece of armor hang on? The belt of truth. Did you know that truth is supposed to surround you? Without truth, all your armor will fall off. So will your pants. I'm only kidding about the last part. Everything that God does hangs on truth. Verse 8, look at yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought. Listen, you don't want to lose what you've gained. Amen? So you got to look at your neighbor and say, stay in the fight. fight. Keep on fighting the good fight. Amen? (laughs) You have to abide in the teaching of God. God wants to teach you, but the devil wants to teach you. Which one are you going to abide in? It's going to show by how you act. There's a lot of people who know that they should do certain things, but they don't do them for whatever reason. What are they doing? They're being deceived. They're being seduced. Who do you think inspires you to disobey God? Who was the first one to disobey God? The devil. He got kicked out of heaven. I mean, Adam and Eve got kicked out of the garden, but the devil got kicked out of heaven. How do you get kicked out of heaven? My goodness. Notice, you've got to abide in the doctrine of Christ... Verse 10, if there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him Godspeed. Don't welcome someone who has deception. That's Bible. For he that bids him Godspeed as a partaker of his evil deeds. If you encourage someone who's deceiving or, being, or, or is deceived, then you're taking part in that. Jesus said, the devil has no part in me. There is no darkness in me. Amen? Didn't he say that? All right. So, now, let's get to the good part in the last few minutes. God doesn't want you seduced, but he does want you loosed. Go to Matthew chapter 16. Matthew chapter 16. Hallelujah. Say it's about to get good in here. Matthew 16, verse 18, Jesus is talking, Peter just got a revelation of who he is, he is the son of God, he is the Christ, right, verse 18 says, I say also unto you that you are Peter and upon this rock, now Peter was not the rock, the word Peter means pebble, right, You don't build a house on a pebble. You build it on a foundation. A pebble is a piece of the rock. (laughs) Amen? And upon this rock, what was the rock? It was the revelation of who Jesus is. That's the rock. When you know who Jesus is, that's the firm foundation. That's the beginning of truth. Amen? When you know that Jesus is the Son of God, He is the truth. He is the way. That's the foundation. That's what's going to hold you up. I will build my church, the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Verse 19, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of. Oh my goodness, I got some keys. I got some keys. And whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. God's given us, the believers, the authority to bind and to loose what are we binding we're binding the devil's work we're binding the devil's actions we're binding lies we're binding deception we're binding seduction what are we loosing? we're loosing God's goodness we're loosing God's power we're setting people free we're loosing sickness from a body hallelujah we're loosing lost from uh, someone's life so that they can be found Whatsoever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. This is a contractual term. How many has ever signed a contract, a mortgage or auto loan or anything like that? You are bound by the terms of that contract, are you not? Oh my goodness, when we accepted Jesus, we signed a contract, amen. We, be, we, we were given authority as kings and priests to operate and to do the work that Jesus did, amen. He told his disciples, I want you to go heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out devils. Yes. That's the loosing work that we're supposed to do. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're supposed to break people's chains. We're supposed to open prison doors. We're supposed to loose people who have been bound by spirits. They have been seduced. We can overcome the seduction with the truth, with the power of God, with the name of Jesus. He said this again in Matthew 18, 18. Go to Matthew 18, 18. Talking about, he said, Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Guess what? As believers in Christ Jesus, we're supposed to lose some things. We're not seducers, we're losers. Not losers, losers. Loosers. We untie the knots that the devil tied people in. Oh, my goodness. There's not a knot that the devil can tie that we can't untie. He who is in us is greater than he who is in the world. When Jesus stood... At the tomb of Lazarus. A man had been bound by death. Death got its grip on Lazarus. He was sick. And he died. And Jesus delayed his coming. And everybody was sad. That death had bound Lazarus. But the loser was going to show up after the funeral. And the loser came. His name is Jesus. And he, he came, and Mary was glad to see him. Martha was even glad to see him. And he said, you're going to see the glory of God. Oh, if you'd have been here, Lazarus wouldn't have died. Oh, but you're going to see the glory of God. Amen. And he says, where is he? Oh, but you don't want to, he's been dead for four days. Martha said, he stinks. I don't got enough Lysol to cover that. Right? Bring bring me to his grave. I'm about to loose something. Amen? I'm going to show you the power of loosing that I've given to you. He stood before that grave. And he called he had to use his name because he didn 't know who else was in that grave. Lazarus come forth that dead man was loosed from death. the pangs of death that had gripped him, that had bound him that had covered him, were completely loosed. And Lazarus, who had been dead for four days, was completely set free by the power of God because Jesus Christ commanded, the word spoke, and death couldn't hold on anymore. Death had to give up Lazarus. Amen. Yeah. And Lazarus came out. Well, he was wrapped up. He came out of the grave, but he still had a little death on him. He was wrapped in death cloths. And there was Lazarus. He made his way out of the tomb. And Jesus looked to his disciples and he said, Loose him and let him go. Remove every." evidence of death that was hanging on him. He, they began to take off the death cloth. They began to unwrap Lazarus so that he was completely loosed. He was completely free. He could run. He could shout. He could jump. He could eat. Yeah. And run. He was loosed. Say he was loosed. He was loosed. Hallelujah. Death seduced him, but Jesus loosed him. Death seduced him, but Jesus loosed him. Hallelujah. Let me give you one more. In Acts 2.24, this is uh, the the Berean uh, uh, literal version. It says, whom God raised up, having loosed the agony of death in so much as it was not possible for him to be held by it. It is not possible. If the devil has gotten a hold of your finances, it's not possible for him to hold it on anymore. If the devil's gotten a hold of your body, it's not possible for him to hold on to it anymore. If you've gotten into a pit, it's not possible for you to be in that pit anymore because there's a loosing coming. You're going to get loosed. You're going to get free. You're going to get free indeed. the name of Jesus. Last example, go to Luke 13. <laughs> Say, I'm loosed, I'm not seduced. Glory to God. If the devil Tries to loose you, tries to seduce you. <laughs> you you're just going to say, "In the name of Jesus, I'm loose," and he can't do anything about it. <sighs> Did you know once once death gave up Lazarus, it couldn't take him anymore? <laughs> I'm telling you, that loosen got the religious crowd so mad that they wanted to kill Lazarus again. <laughs> they wanted to put him back in the grave. <laughs> See, when loosing happens, religion gets nervous. It gets unnerved. See, religion wants to bind you. It wants to control you. But Jesus wants you free. So you're either seduced or you're loosed. And if you've been seduced, you can be loosed right now, tonight, in the name of Jesus. (laughs) Glory to God. Luke 13:10 How do you know when there's a loosing about to take place when the word goes forth? Do you realize the word has the ability to loose what the devil has done? The word can reverse the curse. Hallelujah. Okay, Luke 13:10 Glory to God. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. He was teaching at church. Verse 11. And behold, there was a woman which had a what? A spirit of infirmity. The spirit of infirmity wants to seduce you with sickness. It wants you to take ownership. This is my sickness that the devil has given to me. And I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to embrace That's what he wants you to do. It was a spirit of infirmity. It was a spirit of sickness. Sickness caused by a spirit. What kind of spirit? An evil spirit. And she had this, this condition 18 years. And because the Spirit had bound itself to her, we don't know how the Spirit got there, but we know it was there. The Spirit confined her to walk like this for 18 years. She couldn't get anything from a cupboard. She had she was bound, bent over, she was bowed together and could in no wise lift herself. This was a demonic spirit who was influencing her. And when Jesus saw her, he's there preaching. he saw her. How many know the Word can see you? The Word knows what you're dealing with. The Word knows what you're going through. The Word knows, but the Word can help you. Say, she's about to get loosed. Say, it's about to get loosed in here. When Jesus saw her, he called her to him. Isn't that what Jesus does? He calls you to him. Cuz a relationship with Jesus divorces you from the devil. I got a new man in my life now, devil. I've been divorced from you. I have issued a decree that I have been divorced from the devil. I Hallelujah! You are no longer my partner. You are no longer with me. You know, I, hallelujah, I've been divorced from the devil. Yes. Yes. He called her to him and said to her, King James says, woman, thou art loosed. This word is released from your, in, from in, from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her. And immediately she was made straight forward and glorified. The minute he spoke, the power of the devil was loosed. He no longer had a hold on her. And he just touched her to seal the deal. And she so, the devil exited the place the devil has left the building hallelujah the devil has left the building immediately she was made straight and glorified god and the and the religious crowd got upset because it was you don't heal on church day come on there's there's six days where you could have got healed you didn't make your appointment to get healed so therefore it's disqualified That's the stupid devil, man. The ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation. Now, he's not. How many times has this woman been to this synagogue? Because that Jesus healed on the Sabbath day and said to the people, There are six days in which men ought to work. See, that's the thing healing is not work, healing is a benefit. Healing comes with Jesus. You don't have to work to get healed just like you don't have to work to get saved. It is a benefit that's included. The minute you're hooked up with Jesus, hallelujah, he gives you toiless victory. And Jesus said, you hypocrite. (laughs) And get this, that word released is... Actually means divorce. To, to away from, to loose, to release. Hallelujah. That woman was immediately released and loosed from the devil's influence. Hallelujah. The devil, say, the devil has lost his grip on my life, on my finances, on my mind, in my body. In my home, in my life, in my career, in my future, the devil has absolutely
2: no place, no influence over me in any way, shape, or form. In Jesus' name, I am loosed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Give the God a shout of praise. We are loosed.
1: When you're loosed from poverty, you become rich. When you're loosed from sickness, you're free to, without restriction. When you're loosed from death, you're free to live. You get abundant life, abundant life. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Be loosed in the name of Jesus. Be loosed in the name of Jesus.
2: We are loosed. Woman, you are loosed. Man, you are loosed. Hallelujah. You're loosed. You're loosed. You're loosed. Glory to God. You're free in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah.
1: I'm not seduced, but I'm loosed. Why? I'm listening to the truth. Glory to God. I kicked the devil off the train and even off the caboose. Glory to God.
2: The devil has
1: no place. I give him no place. Hallelujah. I went from being seduced to loosed. Glory to God. Say I'm loosed. Say my finances are loosed. Say provision is coming. Hallelujah. I will lack no good thing. All my bills are paid in full, glory to God. Hallelujah. I have more than enough, glory to God. I have more than enough strength. I have more than enough provision. I have more than enough opportunity. Glory to God. If you're a business owner, say, my clients are loosed. They're coming to me. They pay their bills, amen. They order my product, amen. They get my service, amen. Hallelujah. They're coming to me. They're searching me out, glory to God. Why? Loose your, loose, your, loose your clients from the devil's hand. Loose them from the blockade. Loose them from the restrictions. Loose them. They, loose them and let them go. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, it's good to be loosed. It's good to be loosed. Oh, when you're loosed, you got joy. When you're loose, you give God unending praise. Hallelujah. When you're loose, you rejoice. When you're loosed, you got explosive joy on the inside of you.
2: Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
1: <laughs> when you're loose, you can yield to God without any religious restriction. Come on. When you're loosed, you don't care what people think. Amen? You just flow with God.
2: Glory to God.
1: Our God is a good God. We have been loosed, we have been let go. Sin has been fired. Say, Sin, you're fired in my life. You are fired. We have been given the authority to evict sin from us. Yes. Romans 6, we are no longer under the dominion of sin. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes. Free. Yes. Free. I'm free. 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 Maybe if you're watching this, I want to pray for you tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus... I pray that you touch this message. You touch the hearts of those people who are watching and listening to this, whether on Facebook or YouTube, Father. And I pray that it goes all over the world in the name of Jesus. And people get the revelation that they can be loosed from the bonds of iniquity. They can be loosed from sin, poverty, and death. They can be loosed from sickness in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, that they get the revelation. And I pray that they experience the freedom that you came to give in the name of Jesus. If you're needing an opportunity to come your way, opportunities are being loosed to you. In the name of Jesus. You're going to debunk every seducing spirit and doctrine of devils. Glory to God. The devil is defeated The devil is defeated Jesus beat him on the cross And with resurrection The devil is defeated I am a winner Hallelujah Glory to God Praise his name Hallelujah You're an overcomer You're an overcomer You're an overcomer. You're a champion. You're a winner. Amen. God's favor is coming to you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Unbound. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God! Glory to God! Glory! Thank God for the Holy Ghost! Thank God for the Spirit of Truth! Hallelujah! You can fall in love with the truth. The truth is who you really are. If you've got a sickness in your body, that sickness has a voice, but there's one greater. There's a greater name than sickness. It's called Jesus. His name is above every name. Well, this sickness has been on for a long time. It doesn't matter how long it's been there. It's got to go right now in the name of Jesus. Say, I'm loosed loosed from sickness, sickness, disease, disease, infirmity. Weakness. Hallelujah. I'm strong in the Lord.
2: And in the power
1: of his might. I'm strong in the grace of God. His word is working mightily in me. I have the spirit of might. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Hallelujah. All oh, give God praise. Glory to God. So we're not seduced because we're loosed. Amen? (laughs) Now, if you want to be seduced, you can choose to be seduced. But it doesn't have good consequences. I choose to be loosed. How about you? I choose to be loosed. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. And, and your looseness is not temporary. You can be lifelong loosed. I'm a lifelong loosened Christian. Amen. Glory to God. I'm a lifelong loosened Christian. Glory to God. I can shake it. I can move it. Hallelujah. I can say it. I can speak it. Glory to God. I can walk in it. I can have it. I can do it. Glory to God. I'm a can-do person. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Well, Father, we thank you <laughs> that we are loosed. <laughs> You're loosed from the world system. You're loosed from demonic influence. You're loosed from lies. Hallelujah. The devil can't do anything. He can't pull the wool over your eyes. Glory to God. How can he do it without arms? He's been disarmed. <laughs> Here's the devil trying to put something on you. Can't do it. I've been disarmed. (laughs) He's been disarmed and he's got no free because he's been defeated. It's a When he gets revealed, the world's going to say, this is him who deceived the nations.
2: This this armless, defeated, toothless person. This is the guy that (laughs) (laughs) defeated.
1: Oh, I'm telling you. (laughs) Anyone who makes the devil to be bigger than who he is is seduced. They need to be loosed. Yeah. And you've got the goods to loose them. Oh, yeah. Amen. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Why? Wow, we got the keys to bind and loose. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Have a great and wonderful night. Thank you. Enjoy being loosed. Yeah. Hallelujah.